ladies and gentlemen, wild, flagrant abuses of the God-given gift of sex. Oh, God. Trash. Better hear what I've got to say because you won't get it again. Trash. This is all in your mind. Excuse me? Well! It's like some contagious disease. Calm down. The applause. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, listen, okay. Yeah, guys, I'm back. Calm down. Calmate. I'm back, guys. I am back like a shitty headline in 2020. I am back like just someone that you just didn't want to see popping up in your uh, people you may know on Facebook. Guys, I'm just fucking back, and I'm so thankful for everyone that listened to last week's episode. I hadn't made a new episode in almost a year, so thank you all for receiving me. So, um, with open arms, it's good to be back. We are in a very trying time, guys, in our fucking lives. So, we are in a, a moment in history right now. So, thank you for all being a part of that with me and the part of you, know, the campaign to make people laugh and make them smile and not just focus on the impending doom and death that is waiting at, um, you know, a germ-infected doorknob for us. So, Yikes! guys, yeah, welcome back to the show. We're here. Um, I'm going to open up my first segment. It's going to be very fast today. What's going on in my trashy, ashy life? I'm just trying to be well. Um, I'm a little under the weather right now. A little shook by it, but you know what? It is what it is. I'm not going to be upset. I'm going to relax and go with the flow. That's literally all you can do. I'll freak out a little bit, stress my boyfriend out. My apologies. Thank you to him, honestly, for listening to me and dealing with my shit. All of my best friends, thank you for fucking listening to me as I have vented my way through this. Um, not feeling well amidst a fucking... Uh, global health crisis pandemic. So thank you all for being there for me. Thank you to the listeners, like I said, for tuning into episode one. Thank you for everyone that pushed me to get back into podcasting again. Thank you so much. Um, D. Will, we have Emmanuel, we've got Jen, we've got Frankie, we've got Ramon, we've got Jessica, Messica. We've got so many of my friends, Sue, everyone that's just been there pushing me to get back into this. Thank you, guys. A bitch is back like cook crack, and we are going to dive into this fucking episode. We're going to step uh, tiptoeing in my Jordans to my favorite um, segment of the show, which is how I wasted my life on Instagram this week. So, guys, let's talk about it. Obviously, I'm going to make this a very brief conversation about Coronita because we're not going to go there. I don't want to dwell on it. Um, but um, I know you guys are asking, when is this bitch going to be contained? And uh, you, the only answer I've gotten from her was this this voicemail she actually left for me. Hold on. Corona, what was that again? When will you be gone? Uh, probably more September. For uh, That is uh, spring, summer. Okay. September, spring, show spring, summer. Exactly. So I know a lot of us are in quarantine. I want to tell you guys, just PSA, stay the fuck in the house. I understand it's boring, but we're only asking you to put your social life on hold for a little bit. It's not that long. Um, if you have you know, a few people that you have, are living with or your roommates or whatever, social distance yourself. If you are going to be around a few people or if you have to go to work, um, social distance, social distance, social distance, please. We just need to get this shit under control, and we, we need to do our part in helping the CDC and, and the government 
and the, these doctors and nurses that are working, putting their lives on the line to get this shit under control, we can only doing that by do that by sitting the fuck down. It's like when your mom is trying to make Thanksgiving dinner and too many people are in the kitchen and she's like, just get everyone get the fuck out and let me make my goddamn food. Let them fix this goddamn pandemic by sitting your ass the fuck down. Listen to what they are telling you to do. They're telling you to go sit down? Maybe you should have a seat. I don't know. And speaking of this shit, um, people not doing what they're supposed to do, I just want to let everyone know there's a big difference between Generation Z and the Millennials. So the Millennials, we're sitting the fuck down. Like, we're like, ain't nobody got time for that. Do you know what Generation Z is doing? Generation Z, I literally, I cannot... And I need Billy eyelashes to come get her people because I can't. Here's what do you hear they had to say? Let's 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 take a listen. I get corona, I get corona. At the end of the day, I'm not gonna let it stop me from partying. You know, I've been waiting. We've been waiting for Miami spring break for a while. About two months we've had this trip planned. Two, three months. So we're just out here having a good time. Whatever happens, happens. With the bars being closed, you know, we'll find alternatives. Unfortunately it does suck. Like the bars and restaurants are closed. But we'll find ways out for it. Like, it's really messing up with my spring break. What is there to do here other than go to the bars or the beach and they're closing all of it? It's really messing up. I think they're blowing it way out of proportion. I think it's doing way too much. We're going to enjoy ourselves. We're having day parties all day. It's my birthday, St. Patrick's Day. Turn up. We're just trying to have the best trip we can. We're just trying to make with what we have right now. You're doing us bad. We need a refund. This virus ain't that serious. Yeah, Hashtag not my people. Um, we the uh, millennials would never. That is a hundred percent Generation Z. I want nothing to do with it. But I mean, it is what it is. We're all out here. We're all stressed, guys. We get it. But don't be a dick. And I mean, I feel you. I mean, this is my mood. Like my mood right now. You want to know my mood? This is my mood. Motherfuckers got me scared. I need to know what's going on. If you work at the fucking Pentagon, let a bitch know. Because I need to fucking know, nigga. I need to fucking know, nigga. I don't know if you could tell, but I'm losing my fucking mind. I want to get dressed up. I want to put a fucking lace front on. I want to put my fucking expensive outfits. And I want to go fucking out. And I can't. Because where the fuck am I going? Where am I going to go out? Where am I going to go out? How about if I put a fucking outfit out? Where am I going? To the internet? But yeah, that's really all the bitching I'm going to do about this. I do want to talk, you know, obviously we're going to talk about politics a little bit here. And when I say a little bit, I mean we're going to purge this out in 30 seconds or less. Now, we obviously know that coronavirus is still fucking us with no lube or consent, right? We all know that's happening. Uh, And to the disappointment of many of us, it looks like Uncle Joe Biden might be our only hope um, going against... Um, President Trump, if he wins this primary, which he has been winning some states, uh, he he, I can't help but notice he's been a little quiet um, throughout this whole pandemic. I, I'm very con- a little low key concerned, you know. Um, I have a friend who, you know, they had some comments. I did post about this on social media, so I do want to interact a little bit with that. So, um, what did people say here? I said, quick question, where has Joe Biden been throughout all of this? And I said, Sanders and Warren have been very vocal. Where's Joe? I got one comment that said, minding his black business. Another one said, in jail with Nelson Mandela, because <laughs> we know that was a lie. Uh, someone else said he probably forgot. Someone else said he's actually putting out plans and working with the Ebola task force. <laughs> Another person said he's looking for his car in the Walmart parking lot. Uh, and someone else said sleeping. So 
Uncle Joe. I would love to know where he is. You know, if he's going to be the president of your United of the United States potentially, um, we might need to hear from you during a global crisis. But you know, who am I? I am not a political strategist. Um, I, you know, I'm not that girl. So you've heard what I had to say and take it however you want to. Next subject. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to move into some celebrity news. We're going to talk shit about some people that make more money than us, which always makes me happy. Um, So I completely understand and I appreciate that a lot of celebrities want to stand in solidarity with us, um, you know, broke slash normal income to people who are stuck at home. But please do not. Please stop, rather, celebrities, posting all of these videos about how bored you are in your 19-room mansion with its own, like, fucking recording studio, 13 pools, and a billiards room, and a fucking hotel. Like, bitch, chill the fuck out. Like, we understand that you want to stand with us, bitch, but there's no way you're bored in that. Um, So stop, please. Also, you have access to everything, so stop, please. I appreciate that, but... Just fucking stop, bitch. Get out of my fucking face. Um, also, another speaking of celebrities and coronavirus, really quick before I just stop saying that word. Um, the opinions and thoughts around some celebrities, their, their thought, their thought process around coronavirus has really been killing me. I don't know if you know Young Thug, the rapper, but he was posting Bible quotes about this being the end of the world. We had um, the artist formerly known as Carrie Hilson. You might remember her from Pretty Girl Rock and a few other songs back in 2008. Um, Her career was ended when she decided to come out against Beyonce and um, make a diss track. And the Beehive ate her alive. People threw actual CDs at her. And during performances, um, her career got shut down. And for some reason, she was actually trending again the other day and I got excited. But it wasn't for music. It was because she went on Instagram and made did a posted a video and, uh, and a whole caption rant about how 5G... 5G towers are the reason that coronavirus is a thing and the reason that it's spreading. So I thought that was very interesting, Carrie, because then she also, after she was ridiculed in the comments and everyone was like, bitch, are you dumb? Like in my Remy Ma voice, are you dumb? Are you dumb? She deleted it. So I thought that was very interesting. But she's not the only person I've seen talk about how the 5G towers are the reason that coronavirus is a thing. So, I don't know. Call me, tweet me if you want to reach me. How do you guys feel about 5G towers? Do you, are, I, yeah, I can't. Um, she's not the only idiot that's trending for, for saying something like that. Also, we had Vanessa Hudgens, the actress formerly known as Vanessa Hudgens, because I know people are canceling her right now because of some very insensitive things she had to say about coronavirus. Let's go there, DJ. Press play. Um... Yeah, till July sounds like a bunch of bullshit. I'm sorry. But, like, it's a virus. I get it. Like, I respect it. But at the same time, like, even if everybody gets it, like, yeah, people are gonna die. It's just terrible. But, like, inevitable? I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this right now. Now, she later posted um, a video apologizing, so I will not be a cunt, and I'll let you guys hear that, too. I did an Instagram Live, and I realized today that some of my comments are being taken out of context. Um, It's a crazy time. It's a crazy, crazy time, and I am at home and in lockdown, and that's what I hope you guys are doing, too, in full quarantine and staying safe and sane. Um... 
Yeah, I don't take the situation lightly. By any means, I am home. So stay inside, y'all. However, Vanessa is not the only idiot that's saying these unfounded, just ignorant statements as a person of influence, which it's like, bitch, not that you have a responsibility, you know, you don't really have a true responsibility to do anything besides make your art that you decide to do. But when you do have a following, it's just more responsible if you can do what artists like Ariana Grande and and, um, fucking Miley Cyrus and whoever else have been doing, saying, hey, stay in the fucking house, take this serious. Doja Cat. Now, I love Doja Cat. She is a, a rapper slash pop singer slash, I don't, she just has the, she's got the total package, if you ask me. She is talented. She is in a lane that none of these girls are in right now. There's no one on her level. And I said, no one, period, um, on her level right now of making, uh, just having the artistry, having the talent, having the rapping skills, having a little bit of tone for a voice to sing, making bops that are original in her own lane. However, when it comes to talking about a global pandemic, this bitch is fucking dumb. Please listen to what she had to say. Bitch, I'm not scared of a coronavirus or the motherfucking, the beer version of that shit. I'm going to get corona and then I'm going to get a corona. Because I don't give a fuck about corona, bitch. It's a flu. I would literally, I would literally, I'm not scared. I just don't, I'm not scared. Y'all are pussy. Period. You just take some Mucinex and drink water and tea and sleep that's all you gotta do y'all are so scared of some damn corona y'all are so scared of corona that i need a corona Oh, and don't forget the artist and actor from That's So Raven, formerly known as Orlando Brown. May us all, may we all lift him up in prayers. Um, he decided to, you know, give us his two cents on coronavirus too. You're gonna love this. Y'all just need to keep your minds right, and y'all just need to keep your grind tight. Listen, let me tell you something. You ain't got to sit there and and be and be acting like you're gonna catch this this dang virus. You're ridiculous. This is ridiculous. God ain't going to do... Did you do anything? Did you do anything? God ain't going to give it to you if you ain't did anything. You. What did you do? <laughs> talk to me. I talk back. You see what I'm saying? You know, you got to know what it do before you know what is going to happen to you. This is ridiculous. I say all you need to pray. All right. Well, having had you guys listen to all that garbage, I really hope you understand um, how much smarter you should feel right now because people that are making millions of dollars are actually a lot dumber than you. So um, I don't know if that's going to stress you out or make you happy, but Lord of the Rings, I just, I literally can't. All right. Oprah Winfrey is trending right now um, because... Uh, nothing she did. It's actually because she, uh, someone, 
<laughs> released this tweet that was actually fake, stating that she w- was arrested in a sex trafficking ring. And I know people are in their feelings because Oprah and Gail came after Michael Jackson, they came after R. Kelly, and then Gail came after Kobe about his um, mentioning his rape allegations in an interview that she did with a uh, basketball player, Lisa Leslie, after his death. So black people have really canceled Oprah Winfrey. They've canceled Gail. I mean, I'm not going to speak for all of us, but I will say black social media has really canceled them. So someone within that black social media decided to create this fake narrative about Oprah Winfrey. So she had to actually go on Twitter and say, hey guys, I didn't uh, sexually, I didn't traffic anyone. Like uh, I'm not in jail. Like, uh, can we not? All right, guys, I got to read you this tweet for you to understand exactly where I'm going to next with this, please, because this tweet actually really made my life. And then I'll read you um, the subtitle after. Uh, This guy, Charles A. O'Keefe, said, Amanda Bynes casually announcing she's pregnant during the middle of a pandemic is the type of chaotic energy we love to see. So I don't know about love to see, but I can tell you this. Amanda Bynes actually... um, announced that she's pregnant with her first child uh, with the gentleman who she announced was her fiancé and then announced it was not two weeks later. Uh, She currently has face tattoos, but apparently she's off drugs. I don't know. You know, listen, that is her ministry. Um, She knows what's going on with her, but I will tell you, the shit is fucking insane that we're even talking about that. But the plot does thicken because that was two days ago, and then shortly after uh, an article came out saying Amanda Mines could lose custody when her baby is born and then she subsequently deleted her pregnancy announcement from social media and took down the uh, sonogram but it is said um, that her attorney said that he's not confirming that she's expecting and because of that it's premature for anyone to speculate about who should would have custody of the child um, but they're saying that if she does have the baby she could have to give up custody when her child is born uh, around eight months from now due to her mental health issues um, because she is uh, receiving treatment in a psychiatric facility um, guys Let's just pray for Corona. We're also going to pray for Amanda. That is some fucking chaotic energy, if I've ever heard it, my fucking self. Uh, But yikes. All right, Game of Thrones fans, so where you at, where you at, where you at, I'm right here. So I do have some news here. So in an interview the other day, Amelia Clark, so Daenerys, um, what was what was her name? Daenerys, um, what the fuck was that? Am I really that far removed? Whatever. Anyways, Daenerys, I called her Danny, um, Denisha. She actually, the actress, Amelia Clark, she said that, you know, uh, when the show ended, she said it was like coming out of a bunker. She said everything really felt strange that obviously for it to have the backlash that it did. Uh, yeah, it was kind of fucked up. So she said that she, uh, I knew how I felt when I first read it, talking about the script, and I tried at every turn not to consider too much of what people might say. She continued, but I always did consider what the fans might think because we did it for them, and they were the ones who made us successful, so isn't it just polite, right? Um, she said that she really felt for her character, and yeah, she was annoyed that Jon Snow didn't have to deal with something. He literally got away with murder. <sighs> As far as as far as fans thinking too much content was crammed into the eighth season, she said, "Yeah, she believes the show producers producers could have spun it out for a little bit longer." Um, so yeah, she kind of gave us the validation that we needed that we weren't the only crazy ones thinking that 
what the fuck was that last episode? What was that fuck was that last season? And yeah, Jon Snow, what the fuck? Why did fucking Daenerys Targaryen, or whatever the fuck her last name was, why'd she get the shitty end of the stick? You know what I mean? All right, and this article, we're going to talk about TikTok. So TikTok is that app that I'm too old to fucking use. I've tried. It just stresses me out. Um, So TikTok is in hot water, allegedly, after allegedly removing videos from people it deems to be ugly, poor, or disabled. Yikes. So I'm actually going to read this article from Baller Alert. So it says, if you're not familiar with the Chinese video sharing app TikTok, then you clearly have been living under a rock. While the app has been taken off, has taken off across the globe, it recently faced increased criticism from many big names. Lizzo recently called out the platform for removing videos of her in bathing suits, uh, while Reddit CEO Steve Huffman called the platform fundamentally parasitic. Now the biggest blow has been dealt after an extensive report from The Intercept. They made a shocking revelation about how moderators censor certain users. Internal documents have revealed that TikTok moderators were ordered to suppress videos of people deemed too ugly, poor, or disabled in an effort to attract more users to the app. Videos that depict rural poverty, slums, beer bellies, and crooked smiles are also pulled. Moderators have also been told to censor political content and to ban users who harmed national honor. Yikes, is this run by Trump? Like, I'm very curious here. Um, a A spokesperson for the company stated that most of the guidelines and the documents are either no longer in use or in some cases appear to have never been in place. Bitch, so they're not denying this shit. TikTok. Figure it out, TikTok. I mean, when I think about it, I mean, you don't see too many hideous people on TikTok. I mean, unless they're just so funny. Um, But TikTok. Maybe when I... This fucking quarantine, I'll actually learn how to use that shit. But girl... Katy Perry, guys. Let's talk about Katy Perry. She is the expecting pop singer. We know her from um, all of her pop songs she's put out and how she's put her foot also in her mouth and also how she's just, you know, been kind of fucking annoying. But anyways, in July 2014, Katy Perry was accused of plagiarizing the song Joyful Noise by a Christian rapper named Marcus Gray, a.k.a. Flame. He said that she plagiarized this for her number one hit, Dark Horse. I don't know if you remember it. Um, which was the second biggest selling song worldwide that year. The songwriters sued with Perry and her team defending themselves. They said they never, um, they did never heard Joyful Noise. In 2019, July, uh, a jury sided with the rapper, uh, and so Katie and her five co-defendants, they were ordered to pay damages with uh, Perry herself, owing $550,000. Well... On Tuesday, a federal judge in Los Angeles overturned the jury's verdict. Um, so anyways, they threw the case out. So speaking of music, uh, Miley Cyrus is doing this like new like nightly TV show type thing uh, on her Instagram page. And I guess she had Demi Lovato on and they had like a, a chat and they talked about how they used to hook up, I guess, on Disney. I don't know if anyone heard that or cared. I don't really care either, but for some reason I put it in my notes, whatever. Um, staying on the subject of music, Erica Badu. So everybody has probably heard of Erica Badu. I like her, but she does stress me out a little bit. So Erica is streaming a live concert, but she's charging everyone a dollar. And I'm like, bitch, you should be a millionaire. I don't know if you paid your taxes. You do give me I don't pay my taxes vibes. But, bitch, you should have enough money that you could stream a free show for us from your fucking living room or wherever you're going to do it. But anyways, Erica Badu is charging people a dollar. I mean, maybe she needs that money. I don't know. But I would like to think 
that the rest of America, who's out of their fucking jobs mostly, might need that dollar, Erica, but unless she's donating it to a cause, which she has not announced. The only cause I think it's going to is her and her children and probably some tax evasion. But anyways, yikes. Now, having talked my shit about Erica, I will mention that Sierra and her husband, Russell Wilson, did donate one million meals to a Seattle food bank. Um, I do have a question for you guys. Do you think that celebrities are doing enough? Do you think that they uh, even bear the responsibility of giving back to us during this time? Um, I feel like they're very vocal when they want us to buy things, but I'm really wondering where they're at um, when the rest of America can't afford... Um, aren't eligible or can't afford coronavirus tests, are out of work, um, where are our celebrities? Do you think that they should be out? Call me, tweet me if you want to reach me, if you think they're doing enough. If you don't think that they should have to do anything, um, I would love to know because I don't know where Beyonce is and (laughs) her and Rihanna both fell off the planet. They said, bitch, please, you guys bought what we need you to buy. She's like, I got my Ivy Park. Uh, Rihanna's like, I got my uh, Fenty. Child, we're going to go have a seat. I'm just kidding, but maybe so. I don't know. Do you think they should be doing more? All right, guys, so let's talk about music. We're going to wrap this up. We're going to talk about Janae Aiko. So we have her Aiko, however you like to pronounce her last name. I'm sorry if I'm butchering it. We do have to say congrats to her. So her album came out a few weeks ago, and I'm reading an article that's saying that it earns an impressive debut. The album called Chilombo, I listened to it. It's fucking lit. So she actually has secured and has held on to the number one spot for R&B albums, which is crazy. Um... This is her first time breaking the six-digit mark of sales since Billboard shifted its consumption um, units to pure sales in late 2014. So this is also sets a score for her. This is the biggest debut debut week for an R&B album by a woman since Beyonce's Lemonade in 2016. So that's crazy to me. I was like saying to a friend, set my friend named Seth, we were talking about this. I'm like, it's kind of crazy that we're talking about metrics and we're mentioning Janae Aiko and we're mentioning Beyonce and the same thing. And then she's like, well, I don't feel like, you know, in a nutshell, let me just summarize this, that what people are looking for right now is that Beyonce type of pop, or excuse me, Beyonce type of R&B singer right now. You have seen a shift and I'm noticing like you see girls now that are a product of Janae Aiko's signature style of being that chill R&B girl who curses and talks about how she smokes weed and she hangs out. She's not dancing. She's not doing backflips. She's not coming out of a helicopter upside down. I think she's just fucking relatable and she's just singing to you like, what the fuck? Like, I'm not a product. I'm a fucking singer. And that's why I think you have H.E.R. and you have SZA and you have um, Summer Walker. And these girls are kind of, you know, Janae walks so these girls could run. And so I do think we're seeing that shift, and that might be why we're looking at someone like Janae Aiko, who is the goat of that type of, that subgenre of R&B music and is that face of that R&B girl, while we're seeing such success with her right now. That and also no one else is really making a lot of music right now. But congrats to Janae. I'd love to know what you think. Call me, tweet me if you want to reach me. Do you think that the era of the diva, uh, the R&B diva, is over? Um, you're, where you, we don't really, people aren't really looking for that and they're looking for relatability more so than the diva that's stomping all over our heads and saying she's better than us, um, or she's the baddest, she's at the top, she is the shit, fuck you all, or, or do you think that we're just waiting for the second coming of someone who could fill those shoes? Call me, tweet me if you want to reach me. I have my thoughts on it. I still need my fucking divas, but I do appreciate and love, um, our Janae's and our Sizzas, but yeah, let me know what you think.
All right, so since we have glided on through uh, this section, sorry if I'm stuttering a little bit, guys. I'm trying to drink a little whiskey with this, but anyways, clearly, meow, we see how that's going. We're going to head into the um, last segment of this show. (laughs) Sorry. And this is something I didn't talk about last week on the show, but this is a segment that was a part of this podcast when it was originally started. It's called... Um, people that made me feel like trash this week. And it's not people that like made me feel like trash in the way that, you know, they've put me down or anything like that. But people who've just been so amazing that I feel like trash because I want to be as good as they are or I want to, um, you know, contribute the way they've contributed. So I want to shout out these people, um, essential employees. So people that have been keeping this country fucking going during this pandemic, your grocery store workers, your healthcare workers, your transit employees, your police, your firefighters, our military, our sanitation workers, um, bartenders and restaurant employees who now no longer have jobs. Those people who were fucking out here doing the goddamn thing, uh, even through uh, when they were telling us, hey, these are the last nights, uh, the last time we're going to be letting people go out in these restaurants for a while. And these people were out there risking their lives to not only pay bills, but to just to provide a service. We need fucking alcohol too. We need food. People who are still in the restaurants that haven't closed, that are providing uh, takeout meals, you guys are keeping us going. The Jewel Oscos, your Publix employees, make sure you're telling these people thank you when you see them because they're doing something that we're not doing. They're keeping our country floating, people who work in property management who are managing these 600, 500 unit buildings filled with terrified people who are going out and working maintenance and fixing toilets and and making sure you have air conditioning in your apartment and you have all the comforts that you need to survive this quarantine. We need to make sure we are thanking those people when we see them, keeping six feet distance, but that we are thanking them. And I mean, that's really my soapbox on that. Um, You know, I do want to also encourage you if you do have an income still and your income hasn't been affected by this, that you are giving back where you can, you know, um, there are lots of GoFundMes out there right now. So I encourage you to kind of look and see the legitimate ones and people that, you know, um, if they are asking for help right now, people that work in hospitality, that work in hotels, that work on airlines, um, that work in event planning, who don't have jobs anymore. Um, if they are, you know, asking for help. If you can, um, please do so. I do want to shout out one that I am supporting right now. Um, There's a restaurant here in Chicago called the Untitled Supper Club. If you actually go onto GoFundMe.com and you go to the search bar and you type in Untitled Supper Club, you'll see it. It's in Chicago, Illinois. It's an employee relief fund because this is an amazing restaurant that's massive, but it has entertainers, it has burlesque performers, it has servers, it has, you know, waiters, right, whichever, waiters, servers, I don't know what's the technical term for them or the politically correct term, uh, bartenders, it has uh, people that work in the kitchens, people that are, are without jobs, so I'm supporting that cause um, amongst many, but I'm supporting this one because personally, it has affected me and people that are very close to me, so if you go to GoFundMe and you want to support one, you don't know which one to support, um, Untitled Supper Club Employee Relief Fund. You will see that when you go on to GoFundMe. Um, Trust me, that is going to a very good cause. Um, I also want to shout out 
and I want to use this platform for that. If you have job, uh, if you do provide a service uh, or have a job that you know you want to advertise or a company that you want to market, um, and you are just going through it right now, I do want to be there for my listeners. Uh, I'm not going to charge, obviously, for advertising because it is what it is. I do want to shout out one of my listeners who's actually based in London, and it's crazy that he found my podcast while in London. Um, Miller, he started his own company, and it's a mobile um, barbershop service providing haircuts around your flexible schedule. Now, it is based in London and Surrey. I think I'm saying that right. Surrey, Surrey. I'm not going to pronounce that. S-U-R-R-E-Y. But if you guys go to flex underscore fades on Instagram, if you are in London and you are, I don't know how that quarantine situation is looking there, but if you need a a mobile barber, he will say, I don't know. I don't know how that's going. Maybe after the quarantine or maybe during. I don't know. But if you need a haircut, go on and follow Flex underscore Fades. He is a young guy. He is amazing. And he is trying to, um, you know, get his company off the ground. So if you can support him, that would be amazing. If you're in London, please do so. I want to know who motherfucking representing it here tonight. Hold on, hold on. Alright guys, well I've been running my mouth and I'm ready to shut the fuck up. Why? Because I need to fucking have another drink. Um, But I'm going to wrap this up guys. I want to point out some happy things that are going on, some great things that are going on really quick. How you can stay sane in this lockdown. That is my trash talk topic of the night. So Netflix has a new, it's not even a new feature, it's been around. I used it about a year ago. Netflix parties, if you have Google Chrome on a laptop, you can actually download this um, what do they call it? Plugin. And then when you go to open Netflix, you can click the party button and you can add people and you can watch together. A chat screen pops up and you can talk to each other through the movie. You can press pause together. What if you need to use the bathroom, but you don't want the movie to go away, uh, or to, uh, move too far ahead. You can pause, you can binge with your friends. The only downside is that you have to use a laptop. But if you have a um, HDMI cable, you can actually plug it into your TV and use it that way. So something to consider. Um, The New York Public Library, they um, have a whole bunch of series that you can actually download for free. Um, NBC Universal is releasing their movies directly to streaming instead of the movie theaters. Um, If you're into Broadway shows, Broadway HD... They do have um, some uh, free shows that you'll be able to go on and stream as well. Um, it started at noon today, Friday. The Hallmark Channel is starting their holiday movie marathon. It's going to go through Sunday at 6 p.m. So it's going to be 27 of the Countdown to Christmas movies. So if you just want to get in a good mood, fucking go on there. Check with your local bars, guys. Some of your local bars are actually doing live streams of, jab- of drag shows. Um, the Hotel Gathering, I know they did bingo and they did trivia. So just check with your bars check their social media and see because there are a lot of events that you can actually pop into you don't have to physically be there so just look at those create a list of things that you want to do that you've always wanted to do that this allows you the time to do i've said that sentence was kind of fucked up but whatever whether it's learning how to play a new instrument knitting um learning a new language um writing a book we want to come out of this better than we went into it with you know as so I'm stuttering a little bit, which means I need to fucking Nana's drunk and needs to go home. But guys, listen, just make sure that you are being productive or napping and not. But just we want to come out of this better than we went into it. We want to come out with renewed uh, perspectives on life and on the world and on each other. Uh, and planet Earth is taking a moment to heal right now. So let's try to do the same thing internally and physically. Wash your fucking hands. If you're exposed and you're out there, take a fucking shower when you get home. Wash your fucking clothes. 
and just try to stay healthy and um, social distance, guys. Um, that's all I really have to talk about today. Um, I hope this episode was fun. I hope it was a nice distraction for you. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, feel free to go back and do so. Share it with a friend if you know someone is just needs a fucking release. Guys, just do it to it. You can follow me, call me, tweet me if you want to reach me at um, we're all trash pod on Twitter, which I don't use really, but whatever you can do, you can meet me on there anyway, or Instagram. If you follow the Instagram, it's an, it's a meme page guys. And I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm biased, but my fucking memes are, they're the fucking shit bitch. So I'm going to sip this whiskey and then guys just hit me up. I love hearing from you and thank you so much for listening. I'm going to try to put out two episodes a week now because a bitch has time and, um, Yeah, you'll hear from me soon. Have a great weekend. I know it doesn't feel like the weekend, but just try to find a way to enjoy it. All right? Talk to you later. Bye. Yo, you're listening to We're All Trash. It's Mr. Black on another podcast. Headphones or the speakers in your dash. I'm guaranteed it can make him come fast. More black than the book of Chloe Kardashian. Add the show to your podcast stash. Fuck the app, just give me that cash. Let me dine it. Listen, I ain't going nowhere, I'm still here. I got broke wrists, I twist, I'm still queer. Motherfuck your diamonds if they ain't clear. If it ain't lit in here, bitch, hold my beer. Cause it's a podcast party We throw our shoes like Cardi B Then go ape shit like J&B And then take me to Tiffany's No haddish My bitches looking so baddish With more swag than overhead baggage And we out